Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. This is Charger Rundown. I'm Martin Peterson, and we are your one-stop shop for all things Hillsdale College sports. We are now joined, like Jake always says, but Jake isn't here because he is down with a sickness uh, this evening. But we are here again with a very special guest, maybe the most special guest we've ever had on the show. And uh, junior setter, Lindsay Mertz. Lindsay, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thanks for having me, Martin. So, Lindsay, uh, the setter on the volleyball team, the Chargers having an outstanding season so far, ranked second uh, right now in the region, uh, getting close to maybe hosting a regional tournament. We'll see what happens there. Uh, they do have to take care of business in the GMAC Conference Championship as well, and Lindsay's been a huge part of that for their team this season. So, Lindsay, let's talk about the past week in a little bit. Uh, big sweep of Walsh and then beating Malone 3-1. to one. What were kind of the keys you saw in those victories over the weekend? Yeah, I think the biggest thing this weekend was just staying focused, staying focused on our goals and blocking out some of the distractions that might have come in the way this weekend. Lots of distractions, things happening outside our conference with, you know, Lewis's games and other teams that are getting upset or things like that, but just staying focused on our game and each point and what we can control. Yeah, how do you guys do that? Because I think that's really difficult. I mean, you guys have won so many GMAC game matches in a row that you know you guys obviously have in the back of your head like we're not going to lose this this game. But how do you guys prepare each and every day like it is a championship game? Yeah, I think it's it's hard to do, but you have to yeah take it one day at a time and really focus on you know individual things like focusing on have having great serving that day. I feel like this weekend we maybe didn't serve as strong as we needed to be able to um, down the stretch. So even though we won our games, still knowing and coming out of those games and still focusing on other things we need to improve on and stuff like that also keeps us really focused during practice. What do you think you guys did super well this weekend then? I mean, you talked a little bit about the serving. What what stood out to you about your guys' two performances that you really liked? I think our versatility. I mean, we brought a lot of girls in this weekend that did a really nice job coming off the bench that's super important especially later in the season as injuries are kind of piling up tweaks are popping up here and there it's awesome to have girls come in that are ready to go even after maybe sitting one full set and getting kind of their muscles are cold still being mentally engaged and ready to come in and make a huge impact on the game I think that's something we did really well this weekend. So for Walsh on Saturday that was uh, when you guys won three to one that was senior day as well. You mm -hmm. talked a little bit about those distractions there, uh, but also a very special day for the Charger program as well. Uh, what would you say about the senior class? Obviously, you played with them for three years now, uh, your whole career. Uh, what, what can you say about this talented group of seniors? Yeah, I can say they've come a long way. I know they always are the ones that give warnings to our freshman class when they're coming in. Make sure when you come in, you've actually worked out and prepared over the summer as hard as you can. Um, they were kind of the group that came in and were all over the place their freshman year and their freshman team actually was coaches one year of ending a season on a win but it wasn't a win that you wanted it was they hadn't made the conference tournament that year so they they know what it's like to be in that position and be on a team that didn't buy in fully into the program and be able to do all that they can do with that team so I think they're the group of girls that want more than anything to win this season and this season on a win but a different type of win and a different feeling something on the whole opposite end of the spectrum I think that's something they really bring and they work at every day so talking to Lindsay Mertz here on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM on Charger Rundown talking about the 2019 Chargers uh, volleyball team and 
Lindsay, uh, with the senior group, obviously Taylor Weiss, we have to talk about her. Um, you know, the numbers that she's put up as a libero are incredible. What have you seen from Taylor over the three years that you play with her and what, what makes her such a special player? Yeah, Taylor's great day in, day out. I think that's something that um, can be said about a really great player is one that doesn't just turn on the switch for game day. She brings it every day, whether it's practice, whether it's an easier match, whether it's the biggest match of our season, she's always ready to go. She's always ready to bring her A game. Um, her game does not fluctuate day to day. Um, she keeps it together. She always is consistent and is kind of the rock of our team right now. She um, does a really great job, and I'm really happy to have her. It makes my job a whole lot easier. Yeah, I mean, she's won, I don't know, countless numbers of GMAC Defensive Player of the Week. It mm-hmm. seems like every week I see her her name come up there. And then the other other part of that is the Offensive Player of the Week in GMAC, and that's uh, a girl in your class, Alyssa Van Wienen, known as uh, Nudes. And, I mean, she has just been so dominant this season. And talk about her growth because, obviously, you're in, in her class. You've seen her develop probably closer than anyone has. She's just she's just taken her game up to another level this year, hasn't she? Yeah, she has for sure. Um, Alyssa was someone that I I knew it could have had the potential to be one of the greatest players of Hillsdale's um, history coming in. But when she first came in, she obviously did not necessarily physically look the part. She was, you know, looked like a noodle, you could say. So (laughs) she's really grown um, both physically and mentally into her game. She's become one of the most competitive people that I know and can just make things happen when we really need something to happen. She's been someone that stepped up for us and made things happen in these big games. She's a huge key part of why we've had the success that we've had and she just always brings it when we need it most. How how easy is it to set to her? I mean, because seriously, her arms like like go across this room. I oh, mean, yeah. it's insane. I mean, if you just like kind of put it in her direction, right? It's gonna get yeah. there. <laughs> that that's insane. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about yourself and in the setting uh, position. Obviously, um, you're not out on the edges slamming balls into girls' faces. Um, your game has a lot more finesse, and and everything kind of goes through you offensively uh, on the volleyball courts. What what for you? What do you pride yourself the most on in your position as a setter? I think just being able to make decisions and make them quickly, and hopefully to the best of my abilities and to the best of our team's abilities. I have the I have the most control to dictate who gets the set. When there's three hitters that are completely ready to go, I have the choice of okay, who's ready to put it down, and that's sometimes hard to do, but. It comes with a lot of joy, too, knowing that I can set people up to look really amazing. And even though I'm not necessarily the one getting the big kill at the end of the day, it's really more rewarding for me to see other people really just excel and put that ball away and come back and celebrate with the team and stuff. It just feels good to be a part of other people's successes. Now, there is a scenario on the court where sometimes a setter, and I've seen you do it a few times this year, will fake the people out by thinking you're going to set it but then you kind of do like a the the toss over the, mm-hmm. the net uh tell me about that like is that just sort of a feel thing or is do you think well i've set five times in a row this is the time i should do this now like how, how do you do that yeah so we call that play a setter dump and it's basically just like when a setter attacks the ball over the net i generally try to do it um 
when I watch the other team out of the peripherals of my eyes, I watch their middle blocker. So their middle blocker can either commit to our outside hitter, who is like Caroline Shelton or Emily Lockman or people like that, um, or they'll maybe stick with our middle. If Alyssa's, you know, running a set behind me, they might stick with her, go that direction. And if they do move like that, that generally opens up an opportunity for me to set the ball over low and close to the net, but just enough so that it can just slip over in between the defenders while they're kind of maybe back on their heels ready for a bigger spike. Let's let's talk a little bit about your experience last year. Again, you got to set to an All-American on one side and then an All-American on the other side. And now the fact that you guys are having all this success, I mean, what does that say about Hillsdale College's program that, you know, that you know no matter who you're setting the ball to, it's going to be a good player and she's going to get it over the net every time. Yeah, I think it's a huge testament to uh, what Coach does with our team and the program and our buy-in and commitment to what Coach wants us to do every day at practice. I mean, a lot of these players didn't come in as their first year being All-American players. They've grown and developed into these players, and a lot of it has to do with their routines. You know, between each play, the way they – the thoughts they have about themselves, the thoughts they have about their teammates, the trust they have with our program and with our team – and knowing that everyone behind them on the bench is going to explode and get crazy for them when they get kills, and knowing that, hey, maybe I won't have the best hit of my life, but there's someone right behind me that's ready to step in and make that play or that's ready to support me if I need it. You know, So it's been a huge um, – a huge. our team is like an iceberg, you know, so it's about our huge base that's pushed our team farther and farther off and having great practice and – great practice players and great game day players helps us to be better and better and it makes our best players even better talking to Lindsay Mertz here on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM talked about Coach Gravel you know the intensity that he brings every day that you know that you were saying like in no matter practice games you guys are up for it you guys are going to get ready to go talk about your experience with Coach Gravel what what has he meant to you personally as a player and what have you been able to pick up from him from, I mean, obviously you've learned a lot since high school. What are some like the most important things that you've taken from him? Yeah, I think it's been really interesting to see how my relationship with coach has evolved. You know, you come in as a freshman and a lot of the things you do are out of fear, out of fear <laughs> of what would coach say if I, you know, made this mistake or this or that into, okay, are my thoughts aligned with what coach wants? Are my decisions on the court aligned with what coach wants? and less out of fear, but let, uh, more of in cooperation. Like, how can we together make this happen? And learning to um, be on board with his mission and our mission has been really cool. I think the biggest things I've learned from him are just about discipline, you know, getting things done as soon as they can be done, as well as they can be done. And that's something that I've learned from him and continue to learn from him every day. He's a very disciplined person, so... That's something I've taken away for sure. All right. Well, this was going to come up eventually. We uh, we did this with uh, Maddie Clark when she was on our show. So we're going to play a game called Can I Eat This Coach Gravel? Eat? Yes. So let's say it's called the five meal plan, correct? Yep. So Well, this year we changed it. You changed it. To five meal fuel. Five meal fuel, right. Because... We're getting on board with it more. We want to fuel our bodies. It's more of a positive annotation yes. to it. It's not a plan. It's, it's a, a fueling. Right. <laughs> it's it's going to help. Okay. So 
basically what it's can you explain it to listeners what exactly what it is okay so five meals before every game so if we play friday night then all three meals on friday the two meals on thursday so thursday lunch and dinner we would eat within a regimented diet of basically get rid of things that are horrible for your body like fried foods mcdonald's you know sweets and sugar things that aren't going to necessarily fuel our performance, make us jump higher, make us run faster. Those things that'll kind of weigh us down when we run, we get just eliminate those from our diet. Okay, so now here comes the game. You're on the five okay. meal plan, and now I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you <laughs> a particular food item, and can you eat it? Okay, are you ready? Can yeah. I eat this, Coach Gravel? Okay. Garlic bread. Yes. And so you can't eat garlic bread. Oh. Um. <sighs> This is this is why this this segment is so fun. Okay, we can have pizza. Right. That that was also different. I, I remember. We can have garlic bread. Yes, we can. But the pizza thing's different because it's now a just know your body rule on the yes. p- how many pieces you can have. Yes. Right. It used to be. Well, I think it was one senior class decided we're gonna make a pizza rule that you can only have one slice of pizza when we're on five meal plan or five meal fuel. Excuse me, <laughs> but. Since then, when we've gone through the program, Coach and Steph took us to a pizza parlor, and we all were sitting there like, okay, how many salads does this pizza parlor have? Like, what are we going to be able to get? And they said, what do you mean? You guys can order pizza. So that kind of took us for a shock, and now we're back on the pizza grind, and that's why I bet Alyssa's been playing so well this year because she loves a Good pre-game pizza routine. Eight pizzas or whatever. Yeah. And she knows yeah. her body. Okay. Um, Lucky Charms. Yes. One bowl per day. Just one bowl. One bowl. Even though the sugar of the marshmallows are in there. Yes. Okay. And it doesn't matter the consistency of marshmallow to cereal or whatever. Oh, so you could you could pick the marshmallows and chuck them in there. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Um, okay. What about a one pack of Scooby-Doo fruit snacks? No. Why? Fruit snacks aren't on the five meal plan, or peel. Okay. Because it's what, sugary? It does have yeah. fruit in it though, I mean. Yeah, I think it's fake fruit. Okay. <laughs> what about Jolly Rancher? No. No. It's a candy. It, it, it's a candy kind of, but it's also like a <laughs> like a mint, right? Yeah. Like it, like that's so that's technically a candy Jolly Rancher. I think we're allowed to have mints actually. So, but no, no Jolly Ranchers. Mm, okay, what about um, chocolate milk? Yes. Sugar in that. <laughs> I right? know there's a good amount. <laughs> okay, all right. But they right. say that chocolate milk is like the best post-performance fuel. Okay. So. Okay, that that is actually very true. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about? How about for you? What is the weirdest item? On that list that you can't eat, that you think you couldn't eat. I would say the pizza. The pizza, Just yeah. because, like, you That's can order odd. a large Hungry Howie's, and I feel confident eating at least four or five slices, so. What about, now this is this is the big one, sweet potatoes with brown sugar on it. Yes. Oh, man. I think. Oh, the thin line we tell. A lot of it is, like... For example, we're allowed to have ranch. 
because but even You're though it's creamy ranch even though it's creamy if we only eat salads if you're a person on the team, which we have quite a few that will only eat salads if it has ranch on it, then you're allowed to have ranch. Within what if you moderation. usually don't? What if like that doesn't matter to you? Can you still have ranch? I mean, or are you, is it supposed to be like I honor think, code? Yeah, sort of I thing? think you're just supposed to use it within moderation. What about buffalo sauce? That's not really creamy. It's more like watery. I think buffalo sauce is okay because... But it like, honestly might kill you for gaming. Let's just get that clear. Yeah. I've never tried it, but I know before we played... What, who was it? Trevecca. Okay. Night before we played Trevecca, there were some girls that had the buffalo pizza. Uh-oh. How'd that go? <laughs> they played fine. Okay. All right. And I think they're... Everything else is fine, too. Well, this has been a segment of Can I Eat This Coach Gravel on Charger Rundown on Radio Free Hillsdale 101.7 FM. Thanks for playing, Lindsay. Um, let's get back to a little bit of, a, of the nitty and gritty of the season. So um, we talked a little bit about what the regional tournament's looking like, but obviously you guys have to get to the GMAC. You guys have already clinched hosting that tournament. How fun is that for you guys to be able to have an opportunity at Don Tibbetts Potter Arena to hoist another GMAC trophy there in front of a home crowd? Yeah, I mean, the feeling of playing at home never gets old. I mean, it's always a great crowd that comes out, always a lot of support we get. So it's always an amazing feeling and always a lot of fun to be at home and play, and especially for something right there on the line. I mean, a lot of the games we play early on in this season, the trophy seems so far away, so it's awesome to be able to say at the end of this, you know, we can be ha extra happy about a little something else. So That's awesome. And, and again, we talked about – you guys wanting to host regionals as well. I mean, you're really hoping that Lewis will drop a game here soon. Um, but that's going to give you guys motivation, even if you're playing, you know, a not very good team, you know, opening round of the GMAC or, or get you through the last week and a half of the regular season. I mean, is that what you guys, what your mind's kind of focused on right now is like, we just have an opportunity to be great. So let's go and do it. Yeah. It's really tangible this season. I've, haven't really felt it as clearly as I felt it this year. I mean, especially early on when we were competing with really great, awesome teams, it was a wake-up call to us for sure of like, okay, we can get this. We have to go after this. We are just as good, if not better. Well, I don't know if I can say better, but we are right there with where Coach's last Final Four team was. I mean, there's no reason that we shouldn't go as far as they did, if not farther. There's no reason we shouldn't get through our regional tournament. I think it was a great opportunity to play Lewis after we'd played two other really hard opponents at crossover, and when our bodies are a little broken down, we still fought with them. I think that was really cool for us to see that, man, this is real. We can really compete with this team. We can really knock off this team if we put our heads and hearts into it. For you... Like, what do you think is the key to this team moving forward? Do you, what, is, what is that key to beating Lewis and getting to a Final Four? I think just really coming together as a team right now. We're, we're fighting to keep all our players on the court. Like I said, these injuries our players have had, they've been working really hard to stay on the court. And I think it's going to be awesome opportunity these next couple of weeks. Everyone should be able to practice every day, which is going to be great for our team chemistry. It's going to be great for our team synergy. And I think just working on the things that we need to every day and playing hard and playing for each other is going to be huge for us. I want to, you talked a little bit about that final four team that, that's um, coach Gravel had uh, a few years back. Um, obviously 
probably the greatest volleyball team that has stepped court, uh, uh, like from you know a, an achievement standpoint and how many accomplishments they had. Um, how much does he bring him up, them up to you guys? Does he ever say, hey, you guys remind me of that team? He does once in a while. Um, he does a lot subtly. Like this past week, he gave us a handout during our meeting and we read through it and it, it was titled Toughness. And we read all about, you know, things that separate great athletes from just amateur athletes. It's not necessarily their talent or their you know, even their work ethic, but more so like what their toughness is and what their resilience is once they step on the court. And someone asked, oh, coach, when was the last time, or like, where'd you find this handout from or whatever? And he said, well, I gave this one to, I think a team, maybe 2011 was the last time we handed that out. So, That's you know, cool. things like that, where he pulls them out, he pulls out things that our team needs that that team also needed. Right. So, so. there's a lot of correlations there. That's awesome. All right, Lindsay, one last thing. We do this with all our guests. Um, it's called fake laugh to you real laugh, okay? So the game is when I say go, we both fake laugh like ha, ha, ha until one of us real laughs, okay? Okay. Do you understand? I understand. Okay. Yeah, there have been My some, hands are sweating there now. There have been some really bad – I mean, Maddie Clark, your teammate, probably had the worst performance on oh, this. Oh, gosh. She, I think she laughed right away. Okay, ready? Okay. Here we go. Three, two, one. Ha 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 ha